Hey, guys. How's it going, Mason? It's going good, Lowry. You? It's going okay. Hey, Mason, Paul said that he couldn't be here right away. He got back from work late, so he's going to be here a little later. Oh, no problem, Elvis. I'm glad that he told you. He said we could get started, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll do a character introduction episode, first for you and Lowry. Elvis, actually, I've been thinking about your character description, and I want to start with you. Oh, why not with me? Because, Lowry, do you see your character having the motive to go out and do things on his own? Not having to do with the game's premise. Yes, so I have to work with you, whereas Elvis, I've got figured out. Oh, look at you, Elvis. Mr. Hoity-toity aligned myself with the game. I try. And it works. So, okay, let's get started. Uh, Elvis, you are Elvis Adventureman from the proud Adventureman family. Your father is Timothy Adventureman, famed swordsman, and your mother is Cindy Adventureman, famed bowman. Formerly, she was Cindy Bowman. They are well-respected members of the Adventuring Guild, and you have been raised since a young age to follow in their footsteps. They've tried to teach you swordplay and archery, and it hasn't really taken as well as they hoped. You're not actually that bad, but you're not legendarily good, and your dad can crush you with the flick of a finger. And your mom, she tries not to make it a competition, but if it were, she would win. Today starts like most days. Your mom makes you a healthy breakfast full of protein, and then your dad says, Get geared up, son, and then meet me in the front yard for training. You put on your armor, you get your sword, your bow and arrow, you go and you meet your dad in the front. He's standing right there at the top of the steps, and he's holding a sandwich. I'm ready for training, Dad. What's with the sandwich? Well, this is for your training. You see, son- Oh, no, am I eating wrong? No, no, eating is one of the things that you're doing right. But- and I hate to say it, you're really not living up to adventureman's standards. Oh, I know, Dad. I know. And the fellows at work know it, too, because I've been telling them. Oh, I know what they have to say. Oh, they just keep saying, buck up, adventureman. Oh, no. Yes, they're confused because an adventureman is never down. Did you explain that to them? I did. Oh, okay. Phew. That should clear it up. Well, that's not what I'm most concerned about, and it's not why I have this sandwich. Elvis, you're at the man stage of your life. You're not just an adventure boy anymore, you're an adventureman. But the problem is, and I've been thinking about this, you haven't been on an adventure yet. So you're actually just a man with no adventure. Can I just be a man? No boy of mine's gonna be. That's why I'm throwing you out of the house, to have an adventure. Like all day? Actually, I was thinking for the rest of your life. See, this might be my fault. I should have made you go on an adventure before you were a man. Now you might become a man-venturer. And I'm not sure what that means. Gosh, me either. It's because we got it all backwards, see? But Dad, I've been reading about adventures for uh, about as long as I can remember. Yes, I remember. You just got a comic book last Tuesday. I've been reading comics since before that, Dad. Oh, maybe it was the Tuesday before last. Actually, it was Monday. I got the Purdy's Guide to Adventure. It explains all the things you're supposed to do to have a successful adventure. For example, you're supposed to grip your sword with two hands. But, son, then how do you use your shield? I need to read the comic again. No more comics, and no more easy lifestyle. Here you go, take this sandwich. That'll be the last meal that we give you for the rest of your life. Am I supposed to make this sandwich last for the rest of my life? No. But I'll be darn impressed if you do. Well, I'll try. You're not welcome in this house again until you go out and you have an adventure so big that someone writes a song about it. Does it have to be a good song? I would like it to be. If you could make it a good song, one that gets stuck in your head, that would be ideal. I tell you what, Dad, I'll do better than that. That's my boy. Go ahead and take the sandwich. It's peanut butter. And remember, if you wind up starving or things get too hard, you can always eat out of the garbage. Dad, you told me never to do that. Yes, but you're on your own now, Elvis. 
Do what you have to do. Oh, wow. Making my own decisions. Okay, Dad. I'll come back as soon as I'm a successful song. You can't spell song without son. S-U-N-G. I love you, Dad. I'll see you soon. See you soon, son. And so my adventure begins. Yes, and so as it goes in the town of Dungeon City, there is a dungeon just beneath the city, but access to it is heavily regulated by city laws. If you go down there without the proper paperwork, you will be heavily fined. There's also taxes and levies on anything that you take out of it. And you normally have to go through the Adventuring Guild to get all the licenses for all that stuff. And then they set you up with Raid by Appointment. Doing all that is bureaucratic. It would involve a lot of writing and reading, which is not something that you're good at. And you're going to need help before you have any hope at any of that. Okay, whatever. That was too many words. I'm going out of town. I'm going to look for adventure out of town. Okay, where do you go? Are there any caves out of town? You know, where monsters might live. Well, the surrounding hills are pretty well civilized, but yes, there are some limestone caves out in the ways. And so, in fact, you march west until you get to the city gates, then you exit them and you head into the hills until you find your first cave. You walk in, careful not to leave the light, sword and shield in hand, and that's when you see it. Stretched out on the floor of the cave is some large humanoid beast. Its scales are shiny. It's got claws like knives. It rolls over, looks at you, stretches, and then rises to an intimidating nine feet. It smells the air with its forked tongue as its two slitted eyes focus on you. And then, Lowry, it's you. You're up. What are you doing in my house? Are you a dragon? Am I... am I a dragon? Sorry, this is my first adventure. I'm on an adventure, by the way. I'm looking for a dragon. Are you a dragon? No. Do you see wings? Look at me, I don't have wings. Turn around and flex my muscles on my back. Do these look like wings? To be fair, I've never seen a dragon's wings before. Well, they're not. They're arms. These are my shoulder blades. Look. Are you a dragon man? No. No, not everyone you meet with scales is a dragon man just because they have scales. You men men are all the same. You try to put labels on everything and then you screw the labels up. You don't even know your dragons from your lizards. Aren't they the same? No, they're not the same. Is a crocodile the same as a newt? I don't know. I don't know the animal kingdom very well, sir. I'm Elvis Adventureman. It's pleased to meet you. Okay, your name is just another label. You know, you don't have to go by what your parents called you. You could be anything you want. Really? Yes. Like, not in my house, for example. You could be not in my house. But then I wouldn't have learned that thing you just said. Well, that is true, actually. You wouldn't have learned that also, thing Also, I, I would said. still be ignorant about what a dragon is. I now know that you are not a dragon, and that is one more thing that I can eliminate from the possibilities of what is a dragon, when I finally see one. Okay, for the record, I am a lizardman. I'm an adventureman. No, my race is lizardman. You're a man-man, I'm a lizardman, okay? But I could be a lizardman if I want. No. I mean, yes. I mean, it's about perspective and personal affirmation. Are there any dragons in your cave? I'm looking for an adventure or a dragon. No, there's no dragons in my cave. There's no dragons living just outside of Dungeon City. That would be dangerous. Well, have you looked? It seems like there's more cave back there. Yes, I looked a little. There's, it's a deep cave, but there's no dragons in it. Well, maybe you and I should go on an adventure deeper into the cave to prove there's no dragons. Well, we would just get lost and then die. That's what makes it an adventure. Exploring somebody's house is not an adventure. Oh. Yes, adventuring is when you, like, there's, there's a lot of different forms of adventure. Have you heard about the hero's journey? Wow. You know a lot about adventuring. Of course I do. I know about a lot of things. I'm a philosopher. Is that what kind of dragon you are? I'm not a dragon. And a philosopher is like a, a guy who thinks of things. Okay. I think that makes sense. Therefore, I am a philosopher, too. 
Uh, I'll let you have that one. You know, let's talk about you. You walked in my house, you're wearing all this armor, you've got this sword, you know. Why? Why are you doing all that? That's what a philosopher would ask. Why are you doing all that? Well, the sword is to stab a dragon, and the armor is to keep me safe from a dragon's teeth, and the shield is to protect me from a dragon's... also the teeth. A shield is never going to protect you from a dragon's teeth. You know how big they are? In my comics, they were about, uh, like an You know what would stop a dragon? Your brain. It's the only defense that you have. So why do you have the shield and the armor and the sword and everything? You should throw all that away. You don't need it. It's just material wealth weighing you down. Really? Well, this is my first adventure. I knew I was going to make some mistakes, but man, this is at the fundamentals. That's right where all the mistakes start, you know. Okay, so what you're saying is that I should get like a two-handed maul. No, no, these material possessions you have, they are weighing you down. They're like a, an albatross around your but neck. But weight makes you stronger. Yes, but not this kind of weight. It slows you down. Until you overcome it, and then you run even faster. Let's back up. Why are you in my house again? Oh, that's easy. I was looking for a monster to slay, but you're a lizardman, which I don't think is a monster, so I'm back to square one. Isn't that city over there built on top of a dungeon full of monsters? Why are you in my cave looking for monsters? Oh, because my dad has explained how all that's supposed to work, and I don't get it. I really want an adventure... But I don't want to have to, like, write my name on a lot of forms and stuff. Well, you're on the right track there, at least. You shouldn't be writing your name on anything. You know, paperwork is another burden. You're not using your brain to remember things because you're writing it down. And you're not going to have as strong of a brain. But wouldn't your brain be stronger because it's lifting a burden? No. Could you please explain? I, I don't know if we have the time. Could you become my mentor and teach me all that you know about adventuring? You need to forget about adventure. It is a terrible idea, and that city is built on lies and foolishness. No, I think it's built on, like, dirt. All right, look. How about this? If I go down into town with you, and I help set you up with this whole adventuring thing, will you leave me alone and get out of my house? If you promise to be my mentor, absolutely. Okay, I will mentor you if you get out of my house, and then we'll go do this adventuring thing, okay? All right, I got my first teammate. Man, you look so strong. You're going to beat up so many monsters. I'm not going to beat up the monsters. I'm just going to do the paperwork for you. And that'll be it. Okay? Do you know how to read? Yes. But I hope all the paperwork is in comic book form because it is so much more exciting than regular reading. Okay, that's good because I can't read. Well, you usher Elvis back into town. Lowry, where do you take yourselves? My dad says you want to get in with a good branch of the Adventuring Guild, because some of them are really neglectful. In the place that I grew up, it's a really nice part of town, Okay, so... no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Nice things are also a burden that make you weak, not stronger. Because you're not lifting them. Now you're starting to catch on. So what we need to do is go to the worst Adventuring Guild office in the city. Well, I know that the one my dad works is the best. But I don't know what the worst one is. Simple. It'll be the place where everybody has nothing. Which makes them weak because they're not lifting anything. No, which makes them strong because they are constantly lifting the burden of life, which makes them strong to lift. Okay. So where is the poorest part of town? Well, one of my neighbors, Mr. Magoo, they said he lost all of his money to gambling and whores. But he still lives in a nice neighborhood, right? Yes, and they gave him a loan to help him out. Who's they? I don't know. Well, your neighbor, Mr. Magoo, is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. That's why we need to go to the bad part of town. Larry, as you're saying this, you look around and you realize that the western part of town, through the gate that you've just entered, is actually kind of a dump. Like all this. I mean, it's not as run down as just living in a cave, naked, like I am. But this'll work. 
Is living in a cave naked while you're so tall and buff? Oh, no, that's just genetics. And because I've been fighting rival males for access to mates, which I'm thinking about giving up because it's kind of distracting from the whole philosophy thing. But The point is, we're going to go to the office here in this part of town because this looks like squalor. You can't just call people squalor. You have to call them disadvantaged. It's just more labels. What these people should be feeling is pride that they're actually living the difficult life that those guys over there on the hills don't even imagine. Well, they imagine it. They just look down on it. Exactly. Because they live in the hills, which are higher up. Okay, never mind. Cold, cold. Like, they generally put up privacy fences and stuff, but if you climb up on a balcony or something, you can see down into the slums. We're talking metaphorically, please. Isn't that that thing that's like half lion and half scorpion? Okay, new plan actually just shut up for a while. Excuse me, you over there, do you happen to know where the local adventuring guild is? The guy shrugs and he just points down the road. Thank you. Uh, so Elvis, do you happen to know, is there like an insignia that I should be looking at? Oh yeah, and it's so super cool. The Adventure Guild insignia is like an eagle clutching a sword in its talons and it's swooping down. Alright, see that is exactly the kind of materialism I'm talking about. Think about it. Why would an eagle need a sword? To battle a metaphor. Eagles don't battle lion manticore things, and by the way, that's not a metaphor. Well, they're not very big birds, so they would be much better off if they used a sword. No, no, if they stayed in their lane and focused on battling turtles or whatever, that would be- But didn't you say that you could be anything that you want and there's no reason to do labels? Yes, but we have to think about context. So if an eagle wanted to battle a metaphor, it would need a sword. I need some kind of pain reliever for my headache. As you guys are walking and talking, you come across a rundown building with a picture of an eagle clutching a sword. There it is, that's the place. That's the eagle. He's gonna go stab a metaphor. Elvis, you were thinking of a manticore. A metaphor is like an idea. You cannot stab an idea with a sword. Then how do you kill one? Ideas cannot be killed. They're like the ultimate foe. Oh my gosh. I've never even heard of one of those. What do they look well, like? They're very abstract. So, so like a type of rock. Elvis, have you never heard of an idea that can't be possible? I mean, I've, I've heard of like a brain thought idea. I assume that this is... What is the type that the eagle stabs? The, the eagle doesn't stab anything. The, the eagle is an idea. So the eagle with the sword is an idea? Yes, it's a metaphor. Well, I guess no wonder they chose it as their insignia. Let's just go inside and do the paperwork so you can get out of my house. But I'm not in your house. And for that, I am very, very glad. Let's go in the office and do the paperwork. You guys go inside, and it is a small waiting room. There is a lady behind a desk. She looks up, and she goes, Hello, how can I help you? Yes, hi. We're looking to sign up for adventure, or the doldrums, whatever. Sure, we got them both. Larry, what's a doldrums? Oh, that's the deep, deep part of the dungeon. That's where you really, really want to be. Okay, I'll look for that on the form. Let There's not a lot to it. You just have to sign here and here, an initial here, write down your name over here. Uh, that's going to be on all your official paperwork. Okay, all right. I'll go ahead and write all that stuff. Wait, there's a lot of paper here. Yeah, make sure you get one for me, okay, too. Okay, should, should I sign on this? Yep, sign on the lines. Okay, but for my name, don't write Lowry. Write Tiffany. But that's that's not your name. I don't want them to have my real name. Put down Tiffany. But won't that confuse them? What if they need to find you later? I don't want to be found by them. Write down Tiffany. Okay. T-I-F-A-N-A-Y. All right, good. It does take a while, but you guys fill out the forms and you're ready to go. The lady takes them. She kind of glances over real quick. She goes, uh, oh, you forgot to initial here. You get that taken care of. And she goes, okay. Next thing you'll want to do is uh, fill out a raid request form. And then uh, you'll want to check in on an appointment date. 
when you come in, there will be other applicants. They tend to overbook, so it's first come, first serve. Make sure you, you show up on time. Oh, when's the next dungeon? Because all I have to eat for the rest of my life is a sandwich, and I probably need to be paid soon so that I can eat more than just the sandwich. Elvis, you don't need money. Why don't you just eat out of the garbage? Well, that's what my dad said to do, but I, I'm not sure if I really want to do that. People throw away perfectly good food all the time. But it's smelly, though. So are your armpits, but they still work. I had not thought of that. Oh, and same with your feet, right? They smell, but they still work. Yes, feet would have been a better example, but yes, your feet still work. Not to burst your bubble, but for this level of application, normally the pay's not that great. You'll be living on feet one way or the other. It is chicken feet or maybe pig feet if you're really lucky. Ah oh, man. I didn't know feet was going to be such a big thing. It's fine. You can just eat garbage. I mean, I'm going to try feet. I'll work my way down. I'll start with pickled feet and then I'll work to garbage. No, okay, ma'am, can you hand me a waste bin? Give me the sandwich. Okay, I hand over the sandwich. I put the sandwich in the waste bin. Okay, I just threw away your sandwich. But look at it. It's a perfectly good sandwich. Would you still eat no, it? No, you threw it away. It's still a, it's, it's a fine sandwich. There's nothing but, but paper in But it's the garbage now. It's a garbage no, it's sandwich. Fine. It's a perfectly Flower, good sandwich. you can't throw away food. That was a lot of food to throw away. That was all the food I had for the rest good. of my it life. It is still good food. Look, I'll show you. I eat the sandwich. Lowry, that was gross. That was a garbage sandwich. I mean, it was kind of. What was that? Peanut butter? The last sandwich of your life and it was just peanut butter? I love peanut butter. All right, ma'am, look, my friend is apparently going to starve from his own hubris. Who is it who's in charge of this, ed, like, delving into the dungeon? For your level, that would be Rosendo Douglas. You can usually find him in the local bar. Okay, great. Elvis, come on, we're going to the bar. I hope they have free peanuts. <laughs> 